This is Dr. Edward Gaber. This is a podcast on colorectal cancer, abbreviated as CRC, and colonoscopy. Why get a colonoscopy? Most colon cancers start as small adenomatous polyps that grow over a 10 to 15 year period and become dysplastic and then cancerous. Finding and removing these polyps prevent 90% of patients from developing colon cancer. So with good advice about colonoscopy screening and patient compliance, much fewer people should die from colon cancer nowadays. However, in the USA, approximately 150,000 new colorectal cancers are found yearly, and 53,000 people die of colon cancer each year. Almost a million people die worldwide of CRC. The five-year survival of patients finding localized colon cancer is 90%. The five-year survival of patients with colon cancer with regional metastasis is 71%. The five-year survival of patients with distant metastasis is 14%. One out of three people are not getting the colonoscopy screening they need, either from lack of insurance, fear of the procedure, with no preventive health advice on the benefits to themselves or their family. It is the third most common cause of cancer death in women, and the second most common cause of cancer death in men. The chance of getting colon cancer over one's lifetime is 1 in 24. One third of colon cancers are in the rectum, and rectal pain, anal spasm, and blood on the stool may be the first sign of rectal colon cancer. However, 90% of colon cancers produce no symptoms. 75% of people with colon cancer have no family history of colon cancer and no genetic markers for colon cancer. The yearly stool for blood, hemococards, misses 30% of colon cancers and 76% of large precancerous polyps. So one cannot rely on one's symptoms, family history, or stools for blood in deciding not to get a colonoscopy. A colon cancer or advanced adenoma in a first-degree relative increases the likelihood of colon cancer twofold. And with two first-degree relatives, perhaps threefold, especially if a relative developed the problem when they were less than 50 years old. When symptoms do occur, the colon cancer is usually already at an advanced stage. 20% of colon cancers present initially with metastatic disease already present. So it is very important to educate asymptomatic patients on the importance of regular screening and keep after them to do it. I tell them, you close your eyes and a second later you open your eyes and ask when they will do the procedure, only to find that they've done it already. As for the fear of colon perforation, I tell them the scope is not simply shoved up their colon and that the experience for the GI doctor is simply like a simple video game, walking through caves with the tip of the scope mostly in the center of the cave. Who gets more colon cancer? 
Colon cancer does occur more often in patients with obesity, a history of smoking, diabetes, alcohol consumption, high intake of red meat and processed food, low intake of fiber, fruits and vegetables, and patients with inactivity with prolonged sitting. It is especially common in quadriplegics and paraplegics. There are, however, conflicting studies on the role of fruits and vegetables in a high-fiber diet playing in the development of colon cancer. How frequently do I need a colonoscopy? The United States Multi-Society Task Force of Colon Rectal Cancer, MSTF, strongly recommends colonoscopy for non-African-American average risk patients start at age 50 and a repeat colonoscopy every 10 years. Their alternative recommendation is to have a Cologar test every year. They also recommend African-Americans begin at screening at age 45. They also say high-risk patients with first-degree relatives with colorectal cancer or advanced adenomatous polyps diagnosed before age 60 should be screened beginning at age 40 or 10 years younger than the age the relative was diagnosed at, whichever comes first. And these patients should repeat their colonoscopy every five years. Advanced, in quotes, adenomas are over one centimeter large and have high-grade dysplasia or villous elements. Also, sessile serrated polyps over one centimeter and with dysplasia or adenomatous change are dangerous, and many GI doctors noting these recommend a colonoscopy every three years. Those with first-degree relatives with colon cancer or advanced adenomatous polyps diagnosed at an age older than 60 should have colonoscopy at 40 years old and then every 10 years. However, the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force issued a tentative statement in October 2020 stating that colonoscopy screening of all adults should begin at age 45, as we are seeing younger and younger patients with colon, but especially rectal cancer. The American Cancer Society agreed with this recommendation. Five out of 200 patients may find another colon cancer called a synchronous cancer within six months of finding the first one. This can happen in five out of 100 patients with hereditary colon cancer such as Lynch syndrome or MUTYH associated polyposis. I recently admitted a 33-year-old with rectal bleeding from colon cancer. She had no family history of colon cancer or colon polyps. For patients under age 40 with minimal rectal bleeding, anoscopy and or flexible fiber optic sigmoidoscope is acceptable. Whenever I have a patient with history of colon cancer or adenomatous polyps, I repeatedly tell them to get their first-degree relatives screened. 
Colonoscopy screening is done until age 75, but many of my healthy, vigorous patients choose to continue screening until 85. I usually encourage them to stop at 80. If you looked at the the statistics, 27 out of 1,000 patients, 75 to 85, develop colon cancer over those 10 years. So the chances are only 13 out of 1,000. They will miss a colon cancer if they stop at 80. Indications for colonoscopy. Any patient at any age that has unexplained GI bleeding, iron deficiency anemia, unexplained abdominal pain, weight loss, change in bowel habits, or diminished stool caliber should be considered for colonoscopy when hemodynamically stable. Actually, abdominal pain is the least common symptom of colon cancer. Patients that have inflammatory bowel disease, a history of abdominal radiation, or history of inherited colon cancer syndrome should be considered for colonoscopy at any age. Patients presenting with intestinal obstruction with nausea and vomiting or peritonitis or liver metastasis may have colon cancer, but peritonitis and fulminant enteritis are contraindications to colonoscopy. Colonoscopy or flexible fiber optic sigmoidoscope are used to diagnose the etiology of constipation and chronic diarrhea from microscopic or eosinophilic colitis, inflammatory bowel disease, or amyloidosis. In HIV or immunocompromised patients or organ or bone marrow transplant or stem cell transplant patients with acute diarrhea, Colonoscopy is indicated to rule out cytomegalovirus colitis or graft-versus-host diarrhea. Blood on the stool or positive hemocult should never be assumed to be hemorrhoidal bleeding. Lower GI bleeding can be from diverticuli, hemorrhoids, anal fissures, inflammatory infectious or ischemic colitis, arteriovenous malformations, colon cancer, colon polyps, and rarely rectal ulcers, radiation damage, vasculitis, Meckel's diverticulum, colonic varices, endometriosis, intersusception, and a autoenteric fistula. Melina black stools may occur from iron pills, grape juice, turnip greens, herbal laxatives, peptobismol, licorice, and maybe from upper GI bleeding, but also from right colon polyp bleeding or right colon cancer. Sticky, blood-smelling black stool is more likely from blood. And uh, EGD is usually done first if there is melanin. Passing air with urination is a sign of colon cancer or diverticulitis causing a colon to bilateral fistula. However, bowel perforation is a contraindication to colonoscopy, and colonoscopy should not be done with active diverticulitis because of the danger of perforation. Fever of unknown origin may be a hard to detect intra-abdominal abscess or strep bovis 
or Clostridium septicum bacteremia from a colon cancer. Cecal or sigmoid volvulus may be treated by colonoscopic decompression, but not if there is hypotension, perforation, or bowel infarction. Other ways to find colon cancer. Colonoscopy is still the best way to find colon cancer, but may miss 5% of colon cancers. CT the abdomen can only find advanced cancers. CT colography, which distends the colon with air, misses flat adenomatous or flat cancerous polyps, but is statistically close to colonoscopy and picking up colon cancer and large polyps. However, it has a lot of false positives since a piece of stool can be interpreted as a polyp, which would necessitate a colonoscopy anyway. The Cologar test misses about 8% of colon cancers and also has a lot of false positives. As a hospitalist in the emergency room, I admitted four women in their mid-50s in a period of three months last year with colon cancer. One had advanced metastatic colon cancer. She told me her primary care doctor had done a Cologar test on her two months before and it was negative. PillCam2 camera capsule studies are done only on patients whose GI doctors could not visualize the entire colon on colonoscopy. The CEA blood test may pick up up to 46% of colon cancers and is mainly used to follow the progress of colon cancer treatment or pick up a recurrence of colon cancer. Smoking, inflammation, ulcers, gastritis, diverticulitis, liver disease, and COPD can raise the CEA levels. Gene analysis of the colon cancer itself, looking for microsatellite instability, KRAS, BRAF, NRAS mutation status can determine which chemotherapy will work. CT of the chest, abdomen, and pelvis is done after colon cancer is found. The alkaline and gamma GT blood test and an MRI or CT with IV contrast or a PET scan may pick up liver metastasis. The PET scan should be done prior to chemotherapy, which can, as chemotherapy can decrease the metabolic rate and the PT uptake of the liver metastasis. Metastasis from low rectal cancers often end up in the lung rather than the liver. If the CEA is rising, PET scans may localize sites of colon cancer recurrence if the CAT scan did not find it. What other cancers can a colonoscopy find? Colonoscopy can also find tumors other than adenocarcinoma of the colon. It took me 10 years of nagging, begging, and persuading a college professor patient of mine to do a colonoscopy. He had no symptoms. When he finally did the colonoscopy, a localized lymphoma was found. He is doing well 10 years later. Kaposi sarcoma, 
ovarian or prostate cancer, cancer metastasis, and carcinoid neuroendocrine tumors may also be found on colonoscopy. Who needs more frequent colonoscopies? Inflammatory bowel disease. Colonoscopy should be done every two to five years in patients with inflammatory bowel disease, but yearly with inflammatory bowel disease with primary sclerosis and cholangitis, extensive colitis, active inflammation for over 10 years, strictures, history of dysplasia, or history of a first degree family member with CRC. The chance of colon cancer after 10 years of active colitis is 1% a year, which adds up to a 10% chance over 10 years after the initial 10 years of active colitis. Colonoscopy is not done in inflammatory bowel disease patients with fulminant colitis or severe toxic megacolon. HNPCC. Colonoscopy is done every two years beginning at age 20 in HNPCC positive patients, also called Lynch syndrome or hereditary non-polyposis colon cancer patients. And we also do it in 50% of their first degree relatives that will have the genetic defects since it is an autosomal dominant trait. An EGD should also be done on these patients. Lynch syndrome accounts for 3% of all colon cancers and their colon cancer can present in their 20s. FAP. Colon cancer should be done every year beginning at age 10 in attenuated and non-attenuated FAP, familial adenomatous polyposis patients, unless of course they've had a colectomy for the hundreds and even thousands of polyps they can develop. 30% of FAP patients have no family history of it as the gene mutation can occur at conception. Gardner syndrome and Turcot, T-U-R-C-O-T syndrome are classified with the FAP syndrome. M-U-T-Y-H. Colonoscopy is done every two years starting at age 25 in the 1% of all patients with two mutations of the M-U-T-Y-H gene, also called MAP or M-U-T-Y-H-associated polyposis. PJS, Poitz-Jager syndrome, is a rare autosomal dominant gene which causes a 57% chance of colon cancer over a lifetime and requires a colonoscopy every two years. I hope this discussion has been helpful. Thank you.